The scripture during this holy season is a wonderful thing to read, and I hope that you've been spending time in the Bible. It is a, a powerful thing to read through the scriptures that are made available to us during this time of year. They carry the narrative of Jesus' birth and the celebrations that surround that. There are two passages this morning, and I want to suggest that we do something a little bit different. I want you to read them with me, uh, because sometimes Scripture takes on a new power when it is read aloud, when we say these words aloud to each other. And so let's read this. This is from Psalm 89, verses 1 through 4. Let's speak this together. I will sing of your steadfast love, O Lord, forever. With my mouth I will proclaim your faithfulness to all generations. I declare that your steadfast love is established forever. Your faithfulness is as firm as the heavens. You said, I have made a covenant with my chosen one. I have sworn to my servant David. I will establish your descendants forever and build your throne for all generations. These are beautiful words that we share together this morning. And now turning over to the New Testament and this story of Mary's celebration in Luke chapter 1 verses 46 through 55. Let me ask that you stand in the reading of this. Let us look at it together and share in the reading. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his descendants forever. You may be seated. A song can have incredible power. And I've got to ask, have you seen this video? Watch it with me. It's, it's only two minutes long. But if you haven't seen it, you need to see this video. Let's watch.
isn't YouTube great? I just love it. I, uh, I get lost in these videos. Did, did you hear what the mother was saying there at the end? It's just a song, you know. I mean, I think Rod Stewart would have liked what she did with that song. It, it's just a song, but it has this incredible power, especially for the one who is most attentive to his mother's singing, right? He was hanging on every word that was being sung and taking it into his very soul, even though he may not have understood anything that was going. It's, it's just a song, she said. It's just a song. Oh, no. It reminds me that Barbara Brown Taylor, this great, this great singer, and actually this great preacher from, from recent years, shared a story that she had preached her heart out during a service of worship, but she was at the back of the congregation greeting people as they exited the sanctuary, and one guy came to her and he said, he said, it's all different now. She said, what do you mean? He said, he said, you have, you have changed me forever. He said, I am going to go in and I am going to quit my job tomorrow morning. And he said, I am going to enter the mission field in foreign missions. I'm, I'm going. I am going. And she looked at him in amazement that this transformation was coming into his life. And he's she said, get a grip, man. It was just a sermon. It was just a sermon. What do you expect to happen in a song or a sermon? What is it that you and I expect when we hear these words of the Magnificat, Mary's song? Maybe she was singing more than she knew. Maybe there is a sense in which this voice of celebration, this longing in her heart was this expression that you and I need to look more closely into because she was speaking about jubilee. She was speaking about not just this joyfulness, just in general about a season of Christ's coming, but this was changing everything for her, this coming of Christ into the world. The wait had been so long. And she knew that she had not been chosen because of her place in the world. When the angel Gabriel came to Mary, it was the sixth month of the year. It was on the Hebrew calendar, August to September. This is a lunar calendar and it doesn't fit with the calendar that you and I know so well. If you try to figure out the dates, don't try to make it match up with December birth for Jesus because it doesn't. It will match up if you mark it with Elizabeth and her expectation of John the baptizer's birth. His birth was probably close to this date. But we're talking about Jesus here. Because when Gabriel came to Mary, this angel was perplexing to her. This message was something that she was astounded that she was receiving. I'm sure like the shepherds 
who heard from the angels later that she was disturbed by it. That when she first encountered this angel, even his greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you, must have rested very heavy on her heart as she wondered what was going on. You have found favor with God and will have a baby whom you will name Jesus and he will be the son of God and will reign forever. Forever she had heard these words. Forever. She had heard them in her reading of the book of Psalms. She had heard them from perhaps her parents. She had heard them in the synagogue there in her community. She had heard them. But there was something about them becoming very, very real for her in this moment. She said, how can this be? And Gabriel said, nothing, nothing is impossible with God. And her response is telling as she simply says, well, then here am I, the servant of the Lord, let it be with me as the word so speaks. Is this just a song for her that we move toward? No. This was something that was identifying deep within her spirit and what God was doing for her. She was listening. And she was willing to participate in what God was doing. Mary went to her relative Elizabeth, who had been waiting for many years for the birth of a child in her life. In her old age, she had finally conceived. And when... When Mary heard about it, she was not expectant yet. But when Gabriel came and shared with Mary the news that she would be expecting a child, she made a beeline for her cousin Elizabeth for whom God had already worked the miracle of this birth that no one believed could happen. The visit was a celebration. In fact, not only, I suspect, were Elizabeth and Mary dancing, but it says in the scripture that when Mary showed up, that even John the baptizer in Elizabeth's tummy leapt for joy at the presence of the mother of his Lord. God's closeness changes things. And that's what this is about, this story. The oddity of God's choice to birth this king, this son of his, not in Jerusalem to the wealthy and to the powerful, and you know it was there. 
Herod had put his good graces and his power behind the building of a temple that would become this monument not only to God, which was a less concern for Herod, it was a monument to himself and to his reign. But the oddity of God's choice is that this king was born not in Jerusalem to the wealthy and to powerful people, but to this poor family in an insignificant city. It was a scandal, this choice of God. Did you pick up on what she was saying in the words of her song? We'll get to that again in just a moment. But she was getting at how God was delivering the oppressed. Why was it so easy that she should feel this way? Probably because she had felt the oppression herself. Do you remember the song that Miriam and Moses sang when the people of Israel had crossed the Red Sea or the Sea of Reeds, whatever you want to call it, where the waters had been separated and then Pharaoh's army had bogged down in the mud as the waters swept back on them, completely eliminating the situation of their near death. And Moses and Miriam were celebrating together as they sang that God had routed Pharaoh's army and had saved his chosen people. Do you remember the song that Hannah sang? You remember, remember, do you remember who Hannah is? Do you remember Hannah, the mother of the great prophet Samuel? whom she had prayed for so intently in the temple, wanting a child, that when Eli came up to her, he saw her from a distance, and he believed that she was just drunk. And when he accused her, he heard her say, No, my Lord, I am not. I am here in prayer to receive a child, a blessing from the Lord. I will give this child back to the Lord if he is given to me. Eli said, the Lord has heard your request and will bless you. And Samuel was born to her and she celebrated. Even the day that she brought him and left him in Eli's arms at the temple. She celebrated that the Lord was changing things entirely. He raises up, she said, the poor from the dust of the earth. And so Mary sang her song. And I want to ask you, when she says, my soul magnifies the Lord, is that how you feel right now? This season is notorious for being a time of celebration. But it is also notorious for sending people, all of us, at times down very dark paths because we envision by all of the advertisements that everything must be going well for all the people around us but that's not how it is in our house right do you ever feel that way during this season that you yourself you are carrying 
the weight of the world on you. And there is this deep sense of oppression, if not depression, that settles in for all the things that you can't get right, you cannot make right. And you think to yourself, where is God in the midst of this? And you look at the news that floods even this week. All of those things that come to our attention. The terrible tragedy of terrorists at work once again. Murdering the innocent this time in Pakistan. The tragedy is horrific for us all. Not just for Pakistan. It's horrific for us all. And almost as if we've forgotten about Cuba now. And who knows the political implications of what's going to happen with this. But God help us. God help us. If this decision has just been made for economic blessings. God help us all. For people have been oppressed in that nation. And they know. Some of them know far better than we know. What it means to long for God to do something just do something in order to change our circumstances. Do you get a sense of what Mary might have had in her heart? Can you get a sense of how far she might have seen from God's blessing when all of a sudden the Spirit of the Lord was announcing to her that Things were changing even as she had hoped. My soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit exalts in God my Savior. Why? Because she was chosen. And it was her crowning glory. Certainly her attentiveness, but it was her vulnerability. It was her very vulnerability that connected her with the heart of God. You see, you and I get it wrong. We think to ourselves that as God comes into our life that we are invincible. God is always with the vulnerable though. And you and I should be there as well. To realize that God is the one that changes the circumstances of the world, whether it is in Pakistan or Cuba or Haiti or the Dominican Republic, whatever place it may be, whether it is in Statesboro, Georgia, and I know it can be in Statesboro, that liberation and freedom and resistance and hope for the brokenhearted is still that place where God is offering his good news. Christ is a word to the poor and oppressed that God cares. And so I ask you, as you hear these words 
of Mary. He has shown the strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Does that bring you to tears? Or do we just say, it's just a song. It's just a song. Do you sense any emotion with Mary that maybe this is our song, our song of celebration, a song of jubilee, a turnaround year for the likes of us. May God bless us to be his people and to receive his freedom and celebration fully in Christ.